Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 142 of the JB Sism Show. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about book covers. And since I'm in the process of publishing a new book, uh, a first in a three-book series, a uh, full-length novel called Vengeance at Purgatory, really excited about this book. So I thought, why not talk about book covers since I just finished the book cover and since I just published a book back in January, I figured it was a appropriate topic. So get ready because we're talking about the ultimate book cover design. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the JB Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now here's your host, Jason Sism. And my friends, taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best each week here at jbcism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to today's show. And if this is the first time you are listening, welcome. I've only done a couple episodes this year, but that is okay. We're getting back into the saddle. But let me ask you this question. Have you ever heard that you judge a book by its cover? You know, the phrase, a book cover will either make or break a book and a book can be the best written piece and the thing is what's on the inside will never be read if people cannot get past your book cover so we're talking about book covers today and I'm excited about that because well as you heard in the intro I am about to publish a full-length novel, the first in a three-book series, as well as I just published a 90-day devotional called The Thinking Forward Journal, which I'll get into that a little bit later. My friends, sit back, relax. This show is getting started. It's going to be fun. This is the ultimate book cover blueprint episode. good to be back behind the microphone yet again and uh, I've only done this twice now this year it has been a busy busy hectic year uh, for me I thought I was going to be able to get back into the saddle here on the show but that has not been the case I've been knee deep into editing a brand new book that is coming out here this spring called Vengeance at Purgatory and uh, if you go to my Facebook page, um, it's facebook.com forward slash jbcism, facebook.com forward slash jbcism, and you can watch the trailer that I have for the book there. I'm really excited about this new series. It's a three-book series that I'm going to do, and the first one is called Vengeance at Purgatory. So I'm knee-deep in the editing phase for this book. My editor and I are just wrapping up the final uh, pieces of that. I just turned in the final draft for the fourth part of the book. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be getting those edits within probably the next week. They should be finalized and I will be well on my way getting everything ready to go to publish this book this spring. So, 
that is a lot that's been happening. And on top of all of that, I have also published back January 29th a 90-day journal called the Thinking Forward Journal. This is a 90-day gratitude journal that's going to walk you through step-by-step every day how to develop a life of gratitude. You know, we all want to be happy. We all want to be joyful in our life. And this journal is going to help you with that. I'm, I'm, I'll talk a little bit about that. If you want to know more about this uh, journal, I talked about it in episode 141. So you can go to jbcism.com forward slash 141, jbcism.com forward slash 141. And I talk about the journal there. I also have a couple of blog posts written on the topic. You can find that over at the website as well. Um, uh, just uh, go to jbcism.com for those two other blog posts. One is called How to Journal Your Way to Success, and the other one is The Daily Journal Habit to Success. So, you know, one thing I found, Stephen Covey says, writing is another powerful way to sharpen your mental saw. Keeping a journal of our thoughts, experiences, insights, and learnings promote mental clarity, exactness, and context. And so this is why we need to keep a daily journal. So don't underestimate the power of keeping a journal. So you want to pick up that book, jbcism.com, and uh, click on books in the menu, and that'll take you to my product page, and you can find uh, the 90-day journal there. But I'm excited about it. It's a beautiful cover. Um... The Vengeance and Purgatory book, beautiful cover. Uh, I actually went through a process where I uploaded a couple different versions of the cover and had people on Facebook vote. And the one that is going to be published, that is going to be the that is the winning cover. Um, I'm excited. So this is why I wanted to really talk about covers today because I. I come across so many books across Facebook where the covers are terrible. And yes, we judge a book by co- by its cover and you know, we think what's on the inside will never be read if people can't get past the cover, right? It's true. You know, this doesn't mean that what you've written or what somebody else has written is bad writing. It's not always the case. And we do tend to judge books by how they look. We we have this 30-second, or actually less than that, five-second window to impress somebody with our book. And if the cover doesn't grab you within a few seconds, they're going to keep scrolling and move on. You know, yes, it seems juvenile, and yet we just can't help ourselves. It, it It's in our DNA. It's in our subconscious. We, <laughs> we can't help but look at a cover and say, wow, gosh, that really sucks. You know, when I when I wrote my book um, in 2008, I wrote and printed my first book in 2008. It's called The Snow Globe. Now, the book was ended up ended up changing the cover. I have a new cover for that. Uh, it was released in 2010 as Divine Providence. But when I released that book, um, I, I wrote it got it done and I printed it as a Christmas gift for my family. 
and I happened to just throw a cover together. It definitely wasn't pretty, and it certainly isn't going to win any big book awards. I'll, I'll, I'll have a picture of that in uh, the show notes for you, but uh, it's not going to win any awards. And at the same time, I'm quite fond of the cover because it was my first attempt at putting a cover together. And, and if you've written a book, and maybe you have this feeling, you throw a cover together and you, you're quite fond of it, and so you throw it out there for the world to see and you wonder why your book doesn't sell. Well, fast forward to 2010, after I got the book edited and after searching for an agent publisher, I decided to publish the book myself and I took the reins in my own hands. Well, the thing is, I ended up changing the name of the book and I decided I needed a better cover, one that would convey the story I was trying to tell. So, I put it out there. And people think it's a gorgeous cover. I think it's a gorgeous cover. And now I'm actually thinking about redoing the cover. (laughs) But let me ask you this question. Why do you need a good cover for your book? You know, what steps do you need to take to produce the best cover possible? And what do you need to do to better position your book to sell well? Well, today I want to open up my book cover blueprint. I put this blueprint together and my goal is to help answer all of your questions so that you can get a professional book cover designed. Okay, so are you ready to dive in uh, on this? So how do we get a professional book cover designed? Uh, But let me first ask it this way. Uh, Number one, can you make your own book cover. Can I make the book cover myself? You know, that's a question I think a lot of authors ask themselves. Well, I even ask myself, and the answer to that question is, it depends. (laughs) Are you a graphic designer with years of experience, and are you ready to take up the challenge of designing one yourself? My friends, the answer is probably no. <laughs> you know, if you really take a look at Facebook or you look at Amazon or you look at some of the really crappy Kindle book covers, there are way too many authors out there who attempt to do this book cover themselves. And I think the thing that a lot of authors come up against is they just want to get their book out there. They want to throw it out into the world and and, and, and see what happens. And, and, and they want to design their own cover. They want to try this. But honestly, honestly, I think it's a bad idea to even consider trying. You know, yes, there are tools out in the marketplace uh, to help you get one designed. And, and you can attempt it. But I do add my word of caution. You're probably not going to sell very many books. You know, every cover, yes, for myself, I have designed. But that's because I'm a graphic designer with years of experience. I've helped other authors publish their books. I've created book covers for them. I've entered covers into uh, contests. It doesn't mean I've won, but, you know, I have entered them into contests and, and I've received positive feedback or criticism you know, I, I have not just slapped my own design cover 
onto a book. I, I've always, and, and, and this is why I prerequisite, it really depends. I always seek outside counsel from other published authors, from other readers. You know, I ask them the question, does my book cover stand up against everything else in the market? And you have to ask yourself that question. And if it does not stand up against anything else that is on the market, you probably shouldn't be designing the cover yourself. And one of the other problems that a lot of people face when they design their own covers or they hire somebody like me to design the cover for them, they like to give me their photographs. So secondly here is you got to stop using your own photographs. Now, before I get into some of the practicalities of cover design and what to look for, I want to give you a warning. I want you to stop using your own photos. Now, I know you really love Aunt Betty's house, you know, or that beautiful photograph of the flower you took while in college in 1997, you know, or even earlier. <laughs> Don't use the book covers. You know, there are a plethora of book covers on the market. They use their prize family portrait or a favorite photograph. But honestly, they make terrible, terrible book covers. And I think this is because people are so attached to the photographs that they use. I'm currently designing a book cover for um, a dear friend of mine in the ministry. And she, she contacted me and said, you know, Jason, can you help me with my book? Can you help me, you know, with my book cover? And I said, sure, sure, I'll help you. And when she said that she had a picture that she wanted to use as the cover, I cringed on the inside. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. However, what she didn't tell me until later was that it was designed by a professional painter. It is a beautiful, beautiful um, painting. And it makes a gorgeous, gorgeous book cover. You know, that that is all of, you know, that, that really is the difference right there. You can have a beautiful book cover with an image that is done professionally and it looks great. Or you can have a really crappy book cover that doesn't look so great because it has a crappy image. Not that your family image is crappy. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But what I'm saying is, most of these terrible book covers are found within memoirs. Now, there's nothing wrong with a good memoir. There's nothing wrong with using a, a, a portrait from your family's archives. As long as it's done well, as long as it's not pixelated, and as long as you're not dead set on using your favorite photograph. So you have to understand that the picture you're using has to be of high quality. It can't be a low-res image. Now, here's a graphic design tip. A, an image needs to be 300 DPI. DPI stands for dots per inch. It has to be 300 DPI. It has to be a high-resolution scan. Now, if the image itself is fuzzy, it's not going to work very well. But if it's a high-quality scanned-in image at 300 DPI, 
it might work for your book cover. But again, it has to be the right image. And a lot of times an author doesn't know anything about book covers. Now, I'm not trying to discourage you if you're feeling discouraged, but I want you to be aware that book cover design is a lot different than actually writing your book. It's actually a lot harder because you have five seconds, maybe 15 at the most, to impress somebody with your book cover. Now, if you're dead set on using your own favorite photograph from your family and you think it might work for a good book cover, I would suggest contacting somebody like me or contacting a, a professional graphic designer that you may know who specializes maybe in cover design. That's not a bad idea. And they're going to let you know if it's going to work for a cover or not. Most of the time, I find that it really doesn't work. Now, there are some beautiful covers on Amazon where somebody has used a family portrait as a book cover. And it works. But a lot of times, there's a lot of embellishments. There's a lot of other artwork that is going on. And a lot of times, the image is not the focal point of the book cover. It is in just a small portion of the book cover. And a lot of times, that favorite photograph you have is not the centerpiece of the cover. The title is and some of the other embellishments are as well. So you, you want to make sure that things are set up well. You want to make sure that things look good. Otherwise, it's not going to. Now, if you go to the website, uh, go to today's po uh, podcast episode show notes, jbcism.com forward slash 142, jbcism.com forward slash 142. I have three examples of really bad, one's not too bad, but three rough examples of what not good covers are uh, when it comes to using your favorite photograph. So anyway, so I, I don't want to beat that to the um, to death, but you know, again, I would limit doing any book cover yourself and I would definitely stop using your own photographs unless it can work. All right. So I'm going to step aside from that. And one of the best things you can do for yourself, for your book, to make it stand out on its own is to hire a professional cover design artist. Hire a professional cover design artist. My friends, this is where the rubber really meets the road. You know, when you're using a professional, you know your cover will be of a higher standard than if you attempted it yourself. I've had authors contact me to help design their covers because they've seen my work and they know what I can do with Photoshop and what I can do with Illustrator. Now, here's the deal. You can have a really great cover or you can have a really bad cover. And there are some professional designers out there who have made some rough covers. Even in the professional industry, I've seen some rough covers. And I'm like, I don't, that's a, I mean, really? Baker did that? Or um, Zondervan did that? Or Penguin House did that? I mean, that's not a very good cover. But, you know, far be it for me. You know, there. so there are some bad covers that big houses do make. 
But for the most part, they know the genre. They know the market. They know the style that most traditionally covers will have. And they will stand up against some of the others in the industry. You know, hiring somebody to help you navigate the waters of book cover design is really going to pay off dividends down the road. And I will say this, and this is a caveat that I'm going to throw out there. You need to be prepared to spend money. You know, cover design is not cheap. And, and I would know because I charge cover design. Now, I'm cheaper than most people, and it doesn't have to be expensive. But I have found that the average professional cover design is going to cost you anywhere from two to $500. Two to $500. Now, if you're having a professional painting done, eh, you're probably looking at closer to 1000 to $1,200. But there are several options that will help you get the best cover possible for the money. So be prepared to spend anywhere from $200 to $500 for a good cover. And, and I guarantee you it's going to stand up well with the competition. Now, there are about four different services that I highly recommend that you look into when hiring somebody to design a cover for you. The first one is called um, crowdsourcing. And uh, this is called uh, a company called 99designs.com. So 99designs.com. And this is a great crowdsourcing company that will help you get a great cover. Now, you're going to be expected to write a short brief for them. Now, a brief is just explaining what you want the cover to be like, uh, explaining um, what your book and what your project is about, and then you're going to pick a dollar amount that you're willing to spend. And when you do that, you hit submit. What's really cool about 99designs, within a few hours or days, you can start receiving several different potential cover designs to choose from. And then what you do is you can take your favorites and then you can upload them to Facebook and say, here's this, here's this, here's this. You know, which one do you like? And then you pick your favorite cover and then you pay for it. Now, here's the deal. The more you bid, the higher or the better, I should say, the better cover you're going to end up getting. You know, but it's a great crowdsourcing company. Graphic designers like me, they go in, they see the briefs, and they create a cover based upon uh, the brief. And uh, and some are going to be better than others. That's just the name of the game. But um, it's it's a great starting point. And, you know, you can spend as little as maybe $100 on this, and or you can spend as much as $500 on this. So it depends on your budget. It depends on what you want to do. 99designs.com. It's a great, great source. The other one, and this is considered one of the best indie book um, cover designers out there today. A guy by the name of Stuart Beish, um from the UK. He has a company called Books Covered. And Stuart... Um, has made designs and created designs for best-selling authors like Stephen King, Mark Dawson, John Le Carre, 
Um, and, and you're sure to get a cover that's going to stand against the very, very best. However, be prepared to spend nearly $500. He's got beautiful covers. I mean, they are gorgeous. They are the best of the best. And he actually has a book that you can um, download from Amazon on how to design your own cover. And it's actually a very, very well put together book. It's a great book. And I encourage you to download that book as well. But um, uh, he's considered one of the best indie book designers today. So books covered um, by Stuart Beige. I have all of these links in the show notes. jbcism.com forward slash 142. Thirdly, you can buy pre-made covers. Uh, There's a company called thecovercollection.com. Uh, This is a very cost-effective solution if you are really on a tight budget. You can get a pre-made book cover that's going to suit your book's needs at a discount. Now, you still receive a high-value book cover, and you're going to know that it will perform well against those already on Amazon. And the nice thing about um, the, uh, the book cover collection or the cover collection is once you buy the book cover, they take it off the market. So it really is still a one-of-a-kind book. Once you buy it, they take it off the market, and nobody else is going to have your cover with different text. Um, So you're not going to have your cover with somebody else's name on it. It is truly still going to be yours. They also have series covers that you can buy as well. And, you know, but really it's a first-come, first-serve. Once they're gone, they're gone. So if you like something, buy it. Um, so if you're on a tight budget, um, the covercollection.com, it's a great place that you can go. I highly recommend them. They, uh, they do some beautiful, beautiful work. Uh, and then fourthly, you can also hire me. I know I'm plugging myself here, but you can hire me if you're wanting great ideas. You're wanting multiple samples. You're wanting coaching. And that's what I do. I coach you through the entire process of book design. And I coach you through the entire process of writing uh, from beginning to end, from that germ of an idea all the way to a finished book. Um, You know, I'm more than happy to sit down and help with you. You know, know this. I'm going to be cheaper than most of the above. Um, Right now, if you hire me, um, uh, my ebook cover design is about $150. And I'm going to give you a couple of ideas, a couple of, um, you know, samples you can look at and then you can choose your favorite one. We go through a couple rounds of edits and then it is yours. And then I will give you the final uh, edits. And then you can also uh, upgrade to a print book if you want as well. But um, I have several of my books that I have designed that I have completed myself uh, listed in the show notes. Uh, about six different book covers that I've put together. One of them is just I was playing around one day with a Ted Decker book because um, I didn't like his his covers that came out, so I created my own. Um, but anyway, um, I created uh, you know six different book covers, and um, you can take a look at the ones that I've looked uh, created. I've created more than that, but those are the ones I have on my website, uh, and I'm more than happy to help you. Uh, so if you if you want my services, just go to my website, click the contact, and write in the contact thing that you want to hire me for a book cover, a design as well, and I'd be more than happy 
to help you out. And then finally, the last thing you can do with book cover design, if you are really strapped and you really don't feel like hiring a professional to do it for you, you can do it for yourself. I really don't recommend this option. But if you're really strapped for money, I'm going to give you a couple places that will help you get a decent cover. And I say decent because the heavy lifting is already done. You just change the title, the author name, and maybe the images. But that's it. Uh, number one is you can use Canva. You can use Canva. Canva is a free piece of online software. And boy, I want to say this is a godsend. And I can't tell you how handy it has come in for creating blog images, creating ads, PowerPoint slides. Uh, I've even created some simple logos from it. Now, as a graphic designer, I love Photoshop and I love Illustrator. Well, don't get me wrong. Uh, and I found a lot of great uses for Canva, however. And they have an extensive and ever-growing list of book covers. You can use them to make a simple book cover. Now, I pulled, I didn't touch them at all. I just pulled them right off of Canva's website, canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. I pulled about four different samples off of their website. They are as is. Three of them you have to buy the images for, um, but the other, the other one it comes with the images already for free. But here's the cool part. You can buy the images for like a dollar to three dollars or something like that. And, and you know, you own the image then, but you can use it as your book cover. Uh, it, it creates some beautiful, beautiful um, book covers. And they're simple. They're, they're not super extravagant, but they look well and they look professional. So they have an extensive ever-growing list of covers that you can use to make a book cover. Now, I wouldn't go hog wild and really change up what they've already put. You can look for new images, but kind of leave the text and the name. You can change the fonts a little bit if you want, but I would really leave it where it's at and, and let the book cover do its job for you. Uh, number two is a company by the name, uh, by a guy by the name of CJ McDaniel. Uh, he's, he's an expert in the area of marketing your book and maximizing success, but he's created a full suite of products that I use and that are going to help take your message to the next level. Uh, he has a company called um, Adazing, A-D-A-Z-I-N-G.com, Adazing.com, and he has a product called Quick Covers. It's about a hundred and, let me look it up here, it's $149, $149, and uh, you can get several different book covers and several different genres uh, to help you. Now, as an author, I'm always looking for ways to improve my craft and, and how to market my books. I know that's a whole other topic, and maybe we'll get into it, but... The one thing that's fun to use is Photoshop. Now, when you download these covers, you buy it $149, you get to use Photoshop. And 
and it's going to help you create some beautiful covers that look amazing. And if you're going to create a series, you can just create a series using these book covers, change some of the images and change the colors, but pretty much leave them as he's designed them. And you're going to have a beautiful series that's going to shine. And all your books are going to look the same. You know, these quick covers are beautiful. They're fully versatile and they're completely changeable. So I want you to check it out so you can find the, the links to all of these options uh, on my website. And, uh, and, and, and I hope that, that you will um, take advantage of that. And, and, and one of the things that I, I, I want to let you know, you know, whatever route you go in creating a cover that's going to wow the competition and engage your reader, I know that you're going to be on the road to success if you follow this blueprint. And if you know any authors who are looking to take their message to the next level, give them this blueprint. I guarantee you that they're going to thank you. Their book is going to thank you. Your book is going to thank you. Um, so you can find the full show notes of today's episode at jbcism.com forward slash 142. jbcism.com forward slash 142. Two. And don't forget to check out my new 90-day devotional, not 90-day devotional, my 90-day journal called the Thinking Forward Journal, Developing an Attitude of Gratitude. It's a great book, and I guarantee you that you're going to be thinking better, living a life of prosperity, and having a better mindset and attitude moving forward. Well, my friends, thank you for listening to today's show. My name is Jason Sism. I'll see you right here again next week. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.